everyone, welcome, welcome, welcome to In the Land of Cheese and Sauce, a Taco Bell live play, actual play. I actually don't know the difference between any of those. Please do not get in the comments and let me know, um, or get in the comments so people actually notice and listen to this. Uh, we had like an awesome turnout for the first video. Uh, let's keep that momentum going, everybody. Um, before we go through and actually introduce um, the players here, I do want to give a shout out to, um, uh, we have our first like super fan, which is fucking dope yep. uh, uh cw in the vw thank you so much for reaching out to me um i really appreciate it and he gave a great idea which i just wanted to give a shout out to here um um which is just he anytime anyone rolls a nat 20 we got to get this add in the sound of a bell ringing oh Ooh, yeah, yeah so, that's a good idea so I it's love a dope that. idea cw in the vw thank you so much for that fucking fantastic idea um <laughs> Oh, My dogs movies. love it too. So we're gonna, uh, but we're gonna jump on in. Uh, we're gonna have each of our amazing players go through and introduce themselves. Uh, bada bing, bada boom. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. And uh, just to do just it. To toot the wrong with your first statement. First off, it wasn't a video. It was just a podcast. And second, in the logo, it says a let's play. Yeah, so yeah. let's play. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm Nick. Uh, I will be playing um, off the great main, and um, he's a Leonin, and he's fucking cool as hell. Um, probably the best player here. I mean, character here, and he's handsome, and he's uh, <laughs> and, and he's uh, like heroic. You know what I mean? You guys wouldn't get it, but. Um, yeah, that's who I'll be playing. And please check out the Cheesy Gordita Bunch. Uh, CheesyGorditaBunch.com. CheesyGorditaNetwork.com. We just did mm -hmm. a um, April Fool's episode where pretty much the whole joke was, um, you know, a, a D's Nuts joke. So, yeah, please check it out. It was a lot of fun. And, yep. yeah, thank you. Yeah, I yeah nothing makes something funnier role. than... Oh, keep going, keep going, keep going. Uh, I reprise my role as Glenn Bell. Oh, yeah. Episode, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this yeah, is... you do. Uh, what's, did you reprise Mexican pizza? No, and we don't fucking say his name. Yeah. Well, I just, I just think it's important to think about the fact that only me and TW, the only role we've ever shared is Mexican pizza. <laughs> um, that's a fact. That is actually true. Um, yeah. who would like to go next? Who would uh, like to, I, uh... I will, mostly because I want to clarify, uh, the term share isn't right. It's more <laughs> like, uh, Mexican pizza was reappropriated. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I mean you're 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 uh, Sean Connery, so like overrated and not all as not nearly as good as people remember. Wow. And I'm Daniel Craig. Wow. <laughs> like really good, really good. I mean, could the the media around could be could be a little bit better, but really good. No, my so my performance of Mexican pizza is like the uh, either adaptation of Casino Royale. And then your Mexican pizza is like the adaptation of Chitty Chitty Bang. Either <laughs> um, We're going to skip over TW's character. Then. No, all right. Um, so I, I'm TW Warren. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter, at TW Warren, all lowercase, no punctuation. Uh, the organization I want to shout out today is the Socialist Rifle Association, SRA, uh, teaching comrades and communities proper gun safety. Um Check and see fired if there's up a about local, those guns. yeah, if there's a local chapter. Unfortunately, I have to be, good pun, but unfortunately, uh, I have to be because America's just decided there's nothing we can do about it. So uh, arm yourselves, arm your comrades, uh, especially those that are disenfranchised and vulnerable. Uh, and 
if uh, if if you look out your window right now, there I am. That's me. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> T.W. is always there, looking exactly like Ben Platt. Um, who yeah. would like to go next? <laughs> I'll go next. Okay, go ahead. Um, I just like well, I'm I'm Jess. Um, my pronouns are they and she, and I'll be playing Peppa Rigby. Um, and I want to thank T.W. for always watching over me. Um, <laughs> I've been really sick this week and it's been really good that you've been watching me from across the ocean also want to thank my, my wife Hannah for taking very good care of me and um, as always I want to shout out to the Mermaids um, they're a charity in the UK which support young trans people and their families um, and if that's a cause that you believe in go have a look at their website and if you can spare it give them a couple of pounds hell yeah Definitely, definitely. And now we got. Uh, uh, there's now a, a, a competition. Who wants to go? Who wants to go next? Uh, we got two people left. Who, who's going to take it over from here? I will. I am Chris or Christine Conger, and I'm playing Clove. Um, this week, I will take the opportunity to get some recognition for the fight for Oak Flat. Uh, Oak Flat is an area that's sacred to the indigenous folks in that area east of Phoenix near like Superior. Um, a long history of burning and exploitation. Um, but recently in 2014, there's the Resolution Copper Mine that wants to build a huge copper mine there and kind of just desecrate the entire area. And so um, if you go to apache-stronghold.com you can find out how to kind of join the fight for, for Oak Flat and keep that from happening. Or you can also camp there in that area. It's a really cool place. So if you're in Arizona, um, I encourage you especially to, to take a look at that. Perfect. Thank you so much. Um, um, yeah. I don't know why I'm stammering now. I'm just so excited. Uh, <laughs> Katie. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Uh, my name is Katie Stanberry. I'm playing Maisie Flats. Um, this week, I want to shout out Nourish Phoenix. They're a community group here in Phoenix that um, redistribute plant-based foods and locally grown produce to the queer community out here. So if you have the resources or you just want to look up um, a little more about them, that's Nourish PHX is the org's name. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, they are a really cool organization. Please check them out. All the organizations are super cool. Um, uh, I realize I should introduce myself. My name is Jacob Cordes. I will be your DM, GM, keeper, um, whatever uh, this evening. My pronouns are he, they. Um, and if I, I'm going gonna, gonna to toot my horn first, and then I'm going to uh, uh, name the charity. Gross. That way I leave a bad taste in your mouth before we get to the charity. Gross. Um, I just... I know. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I just made it to uh, 90 reviews on Start Playing. Currently top five with 90 reviews. Um, Woo! Um, as Nick keeps telling me, I have to keep promoting myself. Um, yep. And telling people uh, why they should care about me. So hopefully now you all listeners will, will care about me. Please care. Links in the bio. Um, <laughs> links in the bio. <laughs> Um, I'm actually going to be that um, like button. smash that like button, <laughs> smash that subscribe, um, check out my OnlyFans. Um, Please don't. Uh, oh, the the things that I can do with a two inch diameter ball. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, where? Um, 
It's just a ball bearing that that can bear some. Never mind. So we're going. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking yeah. We. Uh, oh, shit. Fucking yeah. <laughs> um, we. <laughs> um, uh, I am actually starting up a brand new game soon that I would love for anybody listening to try to join up. Um, where we'll be using the amazing comrade system um, to. Um, play through, uh, actually, like, play through revolutions. I've actually worked as an organizer before on, like, issue local state-level campaigns and um, uh, presidential campaigns, too. So, like, this is a really... I want to take all that stuff and all the education I have on it and actually make it into, like, a fun mini role-play game experience. So it sounds like something you'd be interested in. Please check out the link and do that. Um, Yeah, and uh, if you want to do comrade stuff IRL, uh, for those of you who don't know, Mm -hmm. mixing sugar into cement mix is impossible to cure. (laughs) Okay, let's say Facebook is opening up a headquarters in your your area. You just sneak in, drop (laughs) some sugar (laughs) in that cement mix, and... uh, Yeah, uh, legally speaking, we're not advocating for this, but if you were to happen to be carrying sugar and then you tripped... And yeah. that trip led you pratfall style, like yeah. like Mr. Bean in front of it, <laughs> and it just happened to spill in. No one's going to complain. Yeah, um, it happens to everybody. You're like, oh, man, I need to get all of this sugar to the lemonade stand that me and my friends are opening mm-hmm. up for being able to donate all of that money. And I decided to take a shortcut through a construction area specifically for, like, Facebook or Amazon just because it's real okay, big. Okay, TW. I, I love that we've already turned this into we, – we've – we have, with literally nothing to sell other than provisioning people and going on charities, we've already taken up longer than the start of any episode of Critical Role. Um, <laughs> uh, I do want to say that. Like now that weren't you? Uh, you worked for the Howard Schultz campaign, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I worked for the Howard Schultz campaign. You're a big advocate. You huh? caught me. Um, you, you real. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you got me. Um, I will say, I think I'm legally actually required to say this because I've worked on presidential campaigns. I did not work for that campaign. <laughs> I think I'm actually required to disclose that. Um, um, the well, other thing look to look out keep... for your local canvasser, Jacob Cordes, uh, working for DeSantis to get elected. <laughs> oh yeah, that's just a fact. Um, the, uh, personally, I'd, and just to end this before we jump on in, I do want to, uh, uh, if none of the other charities uh, speak to you, um, or if the, all these charities are in a fist fight, uh, I'm going to be putting my money on Unicorn Riot. Um, Unicorn Riot is an amazing charity that does, like, uh, uh, it's a decentralized journalistic collective that does journalism all over the world. Um, they've consistently broken stories that the take a long amount of time normally to come out to the public. Um, I am always reading them. I highly recommend checking them out and seeing the great work that they do. Yeah, especially if you have issues with the mainstream media. <laughs> yeah, uh, the mainstream media. It's all full of lies. <sighs> well, on that note, um, we're going to get started. <laughs> uh, cue theme song. Or maybe we already had theme song. I don't know. I don't edit this. <laughs> Last session, um, you all in two separate groups found yourselves at this secret Tillinkali event at this small building, four-story brick stone off the side of the oil seas in the center of the Queso Rito Collective. 
in Casacruteville. Some of you snuck in, at least one of you hiding inside of a dinosaur leg. <laughs> and you all were in competition to get some sort of blueprints. Either you didn't know exactly what they were f- what they were of, but you knew they were important. Some of you for your bosses, some of you for your piracy. It's a little but you had a mission, you had a goal, and you were going to get it done. You all ended up in a competition that led to a riot quickly breaking out. Uh, between all the goblins, what started as a fight club devolved in a in a um, the evolution uh, Pokemon style from the Ludo proletariat to the real proletariat, and revolution abounded. Uh, goblins were breaking shit up, busting it, and began leading a riot outside as the building began to burn down. They chased after you all until eventually they were tricked into thinking that the rich were hiding as some of their own, and they began beating the ever living shit out of each other. You were able to race across where all of you made it to the boat. And as the boat began to sail away, this wonderful iron vessel just riding along the deep, black, tar-like oil seas, an explosion ripped across the top of the building. You are gone. You are safe for now. As all of you are on board, a couple of people kind of looking over, confused more than anything else at you. What would you all like to do? All five of you are currently aboard the top deck as this boat is quickly racing away. So as soon as I jumped on the boat, I kind of want to put like my hands up in like a non-threatening way. A small male gnome um, wearing like far too garish of like pirate captain gear. Like he's just wearing like layers of of different styles of pirate attire like he went to four different costume shops and just went i'll do (laughs) all of it um kind of walks up to you um and just goes uh smart man to surrender and and point of points it points at you with his with a with a long finger having like three rings on it um one of which is clearly plastic and kind of points (laughs) over at um uh, points over at you Maisie, and just goes are you going to uh follow along with your uh, a kitty cat's friend. I'll just smugly raise my hands as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, the captain, uh, who you three know, uh, who you three pirates know to be uh, Captain Chauncey Guillotine, uh, looks over at you all. Um, looks over, but kind of looking, glancing back at them, looks back at you all and just goes simply, um, Explain? What the fuck is this? Uh, Captain, um, and Pepper steps forward, like, wringing her hands anxiously, and she's like, I, well, we met them at a party. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't really a your place or mine situation. I didn't think they were gonna follow us home. Um, but now they're here, I guess we should give them some food and set them down somewhere safe, right? Right? Uh, I am going to have to disagree, I say. Kind of moving closer to Captain Guillotine. Um, uh, It is uh, very obvious that uh, these do work for the Imperium, and I think it's best we ditch them while we can. 
Now, now, For the record, I will say I already tried. You do you do that's what I said. Imperium? You know, drop them down somewhere safe as soon as we can. Oh, we could drop them down right here. This isn't safe. I uh, I don't see a problem with that. Maybe we should tie them up like they did me. Yeah, well, and then hold, drop hold them on. right here, and not in a fun way. Well, the the captain kind of puts his hands up and like raises his hands. Um, the way someone who's like confident about their 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 willingness their their respect in a room does, where he just kind of lifts up his two hands, everybody quiets for a moment. Even you two, kind of there, even with their smugness, kind of look over and can't help but feel like like for how ridiculous he looks, he is still <laughs> has the power of he has the aura of somebody who's who's used to being semi in charge, and he just goes. Um, so are you two from the Gustus Imperium? You do wear the attire of such. Suspicious, to say the least. Uh, for sure. I mean, we, we do work for the Imperium, but we we are not a threat to y'all. No. Um, I mean, y'all just have uh, some documents that we need, and we'll, you know, we'll be you know, happily on our way. Um, but if you can't oblige with that, I mean, unfortunately... Do you know what these documents are? See, I'm not really Do the you? knowing type. You know, I'm just more of the doing type. You know. I mean, sure, the captain, you can understand. Captain, I think he just dissed you and himself. But I think he, I think he, I think he thought he was complimenting me, but he didn't. Um, oh well, that's just deeply saddening. Well, I guess he yells, he's not the knowing type. Th- th- there he you yells go. out, uh, uh, "Trilar!" and uh, and a human kind of comes out here. He kind of walks in like this really weird, like almost hunched way, like he's used to having weight on his back. Um, kind of rushes in, and he's like, yeah, yeah, just like put. And he takes the blueprints from you and hands them to them. And just uh, hands the suitcase to the gentleman. Just like put this somewhere safe. Please put this somewhere uh, safe. And he looks back, and Trilar kind of rushes off somewhere down below. Now, um, now, Captain, I, I just think like, there's a, a misunderstanding, and I'd like mm-hmm. to, like, s- like lower my hands and take my badge that I assume I have and take it off and just kind of, like, hold it in the air, you know, I, and just throw we, it off the... I have a question for you. Yeah. Because we never established this, and um, we're going to establish this right now. Okay. Would your badge... Is your badge a ranking thing, or does it have your name on it? It's is it like a like how like when you unfold like a police thing, they have the badge and they have like the identification information on it? No, it's more of just like a like a star. You know what I mean, like a deputy. Oh, I see. Yeah, it's just like a sheriff badge. Exactly. Yeah. Google. Awesome. Just wanted to make sure. I ate Taco Bell before we got started. Um, really on brand. And I did fall for that. Yeah, and I and I fell for the scam that the that the Crunchwrap Supreme was getting canceled in early bot lane <laughs> protest. Um, I had to check with a friend because I was like about to person like that doesn't seem right. They would never. Um, uh, they would never get rid of that. Don't say it's that. Like they would never get rid of potatoes. You guys are jinxing that. They would never get rid of a Crunchwrap Supreme at potatoes. Um, they would never do that. <laughs> um, I'm putting my money down now. Um, or a black bean chalupa yeah. at potatoes. We're just gonna start listing it off until the menus, the menu is just like a power pole. Um, uh, uh, talk about jokes. 
So, they did have shrimp in the 80s, though. Maybe they'll bring that back. No. <laughs> Seafood the, salad. The captain inspects your badge. Um, uh, the, the captain inspects your badge and just goes, um, what are you trying to prove with this? Uh, what, what, I'm, what is this? What, what I'm what saying is... My I work for the Gustav Imperium, um, but my heart isn't there for the law of it. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm again just more of says, a doing guy, less less of a knowing guy. Says the lion boy with a chef badge. And I'd like mm-hmm. at that point to just kinda toss the badge off the side of the boat. Oh. Roll a persuasion check. Uh, an unnatural 20. I got a 19 plus 1. He goes... Ooh, actually, it's plus 2. So sorry, 21. 21? Oh, yeah. shit. Okay. Um, He just goes, okay. I, I Now, if you just let us, you know, let me tell you the truth, and then, I, you know, surely we can, you know, um, I don't know, come to some agreement. Sure. And you, he looks um, over at you. Do we, do we oh, recognize, and this is slightly metagamey, do we recognize um Arthur? Sort of um, all familiar. Roll a insight check. Uh, and Arthur, roll a deception check. Insight. 18. 16 plus 2. Okay. I got a 9. Got a 9. Um, the face, like, rings a bell to a certain degree. Um, but you don't, you don't know offhand. Mm. Um, there is... Uh, you, you would know... It might. I mean, they might be able to help a little bit. Um, you would know there's another Leonin on board that you. Uh, the first mate is a Leonin, um, uh, Zerain Ironseeker. You could check with her, and she might have like some help in regards to something like this. I I put down my hand to the captain and go, Red Harlow. How's how's it going? Howdy. He doesn't take your hand, but just goes pleasure. Um, he pivots over to you, Maisie. Yes, you've been quiet for so long, and um. And you, you are? Maisie flats, and I'll dab my mouth to him. He instinctually dabs his mouth back to you. Are you two... I, Wait, I sorry, sorry, hang the... on a second. Like, Peppa's going to wave her arms so that all people can see her. Mm-hmm. What is there to negotiate about here? They tried to kill... I mean, they tried to kill Clove and me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They came aboard ship again, uh, without permission, which is against the rules, even for pirates. They it, work it, for the Gustus Imperium, who tried to what? wipe our people out, Captain. And this uh, cow-cat boy is flaunting his ignorance like it's something to be proud of. So it isn't the equivalent of, you know, intellectually flashing people in public. Everybody gets the, gets the chance or the privilege of being so stupid and living. So That's... please don't try to impress me with that. Hmm. Captain, I'm not saying we should I, hurt I them, don't... but I don't understand what there is to negotiate about. We've got what we need. They need to go away. Clove is very proud of Pepper. Pepper's getting, like, sassy ever since she started trying making friends with that terrifying spider. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> growth. Uh, Chauncey, Chauncey would yell out for Trilar. Um, and kind of just gesture to the three of you and just be like, um, we'll, um, uh, we'll, we, we will speak in my office, uh, Trilar. And the human kind of still, like, uh, his, like, bat, he just has this awkward way of walking. 
he's got uh, uh, way too many pistols across his body. Um, uh, these, he looks over at the two of you uh, kind of on your knees currently and just goes, um, um, this here is Trailer Tradmore, our chief gunning officer of guns. Um, his title, um, not mine. He will be standing over you. And um, the best way to say this is um, he will fucking murder you if you do anything that he doesn't want you to do. Fair enough, Captain. I'm going to speak to the people that you tried to murder. Okay. Be respectful. This amount of patience has been afforded to you. Is that understood? M- much obliged, Captain. And let it be known that the, you, you seem like a... Oh! <laughs> you seem like a well-fed man. I would hope that you continue to feed yourself well and seek our truth on this matter. But we will wait. And we will be patient. The hell does that mean? I'll let you decide. Roll either a persuasion or an intimidation. Whichever you prefer. But you have to tell me which one you're rolling. I'm going with persuasion. Uh, and uh, can I assist by looking, um, you know, non-threatening? Sure. I got a 23. Holy shit. Let me, he needs to make a roll real quick. Okay. He looks at you... A little baffled by your comment and nods. I appreciate your attempts at concern. Trila, watch them. And begins to guide the other three to their captain's quarters, which is just down one floor and into the back. Uh, are the three of you going with him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. He guides the three of you into his, his space, which is just this, like, it's not like the largest captain's quarters. The ship isn't that big, but he has an eye for decoration. Odds are, if he wasn't working as a pirate, this guy would be an interior designer. His room is, like, perfectly set up. It would seem cluttered if it was done by someone without his eye, but instead all of the art and weapons and books on the wall kind of come together to create, like, an overlapping, elaborate image. It's a... And a boat that is almost entirely made out of iron, just this silver-sharp boat that cuts through this oil. This is a... He's able to make it into a cozy, comfortable environment. It's a large desk kind of on the other side that you've seen him use before where you can actually pull out the drawers and unfold them so they make a bed. <laughs> That's cool. A couple chairs throughout. And he looks over at the three of you and just goes, uh, pouring each of you a drink if you want one. Just a little bit of a uh, little bit of gnome absinthe poured over sugar. Yes, please. Nice. Goes, um, did they, um, did they hurt you at all? Well, yes. Um, the lion, in particular, tried tying me up and knocking me down a couple times. Are you okay? I mean, yeah, I'm all right, but wasn't too happy about it or his attitude towards us in general, if I'm being honest. Hmm. He was disrespectful. Um, Peppa has regained her politeness, and she raises her hand. <laughs> he, he, he almost sighs and just goes, please, you can be as... Um, uh, within reason, you can be as sassy as you want, Pepper. Go, go ahead. Um, Pepper visibly doesn't believe him, um, but nods her head and says, Okay, um, Captain, they work for the Imperium. Like, what else is there to say? Can you roll a persuasion check for me? Sure. I like making players roll. <laughs> That's a 17. He goes... There have been sailors missing. 
over the last little while. And, well, I don't trust these two. I don't... If the best they can do to... Uh, Clove is awkwardly tie her up. I don't think that they... They are clearly not the ones doing that. that yeah, but they look down get a on little... us like a bunch of petty thieves. We're not petty thieves. We're actually very magnanimous and, and gracious thieves. On I the agree. Whole, I think. I'm, I'm not, not disagreeing. But if we can have a little bit of expendable muscle helping us, they okay. get to live. You find out what's going on. I don't see an issue with that. And uh, then we don't have to be as bad as they are. And I'll do uh, respect, Captain. Uh, um. uh, <laughs> uh, Jean-Paul Pierre uh, just kind of sits on the floor uh, cross-legged, uh, but cross-legged in a way where you're like, hmm, his legs shouldn't move like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it starts it so out like you're. Why are there so many crosses? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it starts out looking like you're like kneeling down, but your legs are intertwined in some capacity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My my legs are crossed, but instead of making like a pretzel shape, it's just a perfect triangle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> How? Uh, Chauncey audibly shakes. Just like, like you can see, like, like a shiver go down his spine. Uh, uh, a cat somewhere howls and sprints away. <laughs> like, <it's just> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'll do respect, Captain. Yeah, uh, if you're not aware, we have two members of the Augustus Imperium sitting in our ship. I'm sorry, in your ship. And uh, this is our ship. I do not like the idea of having two of them around because, like spiders or some other sort of wonderful creature, there will be multiple before you know it. They will lay their eggs along the bows of the ship, <laughs> and we will be swarmed by them. Figuratively and literally speaking, I honestly think mm -hmm. we had the best idea earlier, tying them up, pushing them off of the boat because the last thing we are going to want is for more Augustus Imperium members to follow us throughout uh, our journey down here. And who's to say they haven't in some way already contacted more of them? My God, that's a, that's not how baby, that's not how baby humans are made, is it? Says Pepper uncertainly. I do think that they actually, if I understand properly, humans, um, uh, they actually split. That when they reach the age of approximately 30, they split in half and then they form two younger ones and then they keep going. Oh, mitosis, right? There yes, is yes, a yes, form mitosis. of splitting, but not the way you are thinking, Captain. <laughs> hmm. What I would like to do, although that is a good point, uh, Clove, can you go up and examine them? Make sure that they have no. Feel free to tie them up, you off, whatever you'd like. Um, okay. Um, uh, Clove, before but you go do not be worse than they are. On they one condition, they okay. have to apologize. Mm, okay, that's fine. Uh, can we go back to Maisie and myself real quick? Um, sure, sure. Yeah, we can jump back to you two. As you just see, 
the the human kind of like leaning leaning over you a little bit. Um, he's got he's spinning guns in his hen, hands like he's the fastest shooter in the West kind of vibe. There's three drow that are currently trying to like clean the deck, and you can see they keep like tripping over each other, one falling over the next, falling over the next as they like wipe a, uh, a cleaning an area. Then they'll trip and slip on that area because it's now wet and clean. <laughs> and keep going down the line. One of them, the, the last one who trips and falls that way, the first one comes up and bops him on the nose. Um, but yeah, what are you doing? Um, I, I, what are you two doing? First, I'm just going to compliment him. Um, those are some fancy moves there, uh, friend. Um, but do you mind if I just, you know, I'm going to just like, kind of lean over to Maisie. I, I, think this is, I think this is my chance. So I, I was telling you on our way here that I... I just don't want to be a part of this uh, the system anymore, the the Gustus Imperium, and I think this is you know our chance to finally you know break away from uh, that fucking bureaucracy and the pain that they've caused so many people. I'm just kind of surprised, and um, I'm gonna say that seems a little extreme. Are you saying you want to join? the first group of bandits that we come across no but i'm i'm saying that this is you know we just get rid of our uh, you know our stuff that identifies us with them and you know whenever uh you know they drop us off at port we can you know split and i don't know start somewhere new because i don't know i these people are you know all so strange but this could this could really be a chance for us to start over and Maybe do something uh, that doesn't really hurt people, you know? I think we have a chance here. I'm, I'm not going to argue that, but we have all the resources of the Gustav Imperium behind us to make change. I don't think we should abandon... We shouldn't abandon our loyalty so quickly. But look at who we're loyal to. You know, look at what they've done. You know, look at look at what they've done to gnomes. To, I, I, that we are we are loyal to the wrong people for sure, and this is, I mean, just look at the way these people live. This isn't because of uh, you know choice. This is, you know, because of what the Imperium's done, and clearly they have an axe to grind against us simply because of our associations. Just follow my lead, all right, and. I don't know. Do do what I did. Throw away your throw away your IDs or something. My my IDs. I don't know what they give you, bureaucrats. My name tag is my most prized possession. Oh well, I mean then don't throw that away. But like, I don't know. Just follow my lead, and you know maybe we can get out of this alive. Why is that your prized possession? Because it's it was made for me. It has my name on it. This is, I know you want to get away, Arthur, but they have the resources that we could use, that all of these people could use. And just because your father and the GI did some bad things in the past doesn't mean that right, we can't capitalize off of would, what they've accomplished. Would it be your favorite things if you still had the same number of fingers? Yes, because it's magnetic back and I can still put it on. No matter how many oh, fingers I smart. have or don't have. 
they thought of everything, and with their resources, we can That's smart. Sorry. Things. Leaves <laughs> used to... Leaves don't fit in hand the same way anymore. Only guns fit in my hand. Yeah, I'm really sorry to hear about that guy. I just... We're in the middle of something, and I... I just... I wish you the best. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm... I wasn't trying to be rude. I was just doing my, I was just doing my job. Just read um, the room. Read the I, forecastle. I, I'll, I'm sorry. He spins oh. his guns. He uses, uh, he start, a tear goes down each eye and he catches it with the barrel. Um, <laughs> uh, and, and I would say at that point, Clove, you, uh, you kind of come above deck. All right, you two. Listen up, I've been tasked with searching you. Now, I respect the captain, and that's the only reason why I will be as gentle as I'm going to be. But first, as you, I need... You, as you do say this, you can see Trilar is, like, wiping away tears with his guns. <laughs> Did you make Trilar cry? No, he started <laughs> crying. Oh, my God. Okay, apologize to him. We didn't do anything. And then apologize to me. Well, I am sorry for that. You know, maybe I was a, a bit too harsh back there. But you just gotta... You know what? I can't make any excuses. I'm sorry. Okay. For what I've done to you and your, your kind friend. Okay. There, he said he's sorry. And you? I'm, I guess I'm okay. Okay. Well, I'm gonna okay. go munch on some leaves. Do we have? I'm gonna go find some spinach. And he just kind of marches off. Okay. Well, I want an apology from you too, Miss Flats. It's just, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry you didn't get a chance to eat some of that dinosaur that is creating this lovely perfume. <laughs> Oh, I ate the dinosaur. And and I'm going to use prestidigation to increase the odor of the dinosaur. <laughs> because it's clearly making them uncomfortable. It is... Uh, it, it begins to smell at this point as you use prestidigitation. Um, like clove has effectively ba bathed in a dry rub. Now I'm going to get real close to Maisie and uh, start doing just kind of a, a weapons and item search on her person. Sure. Do a investigation check for me, please. Cool. Seven. Okay. With a seven? I mean, you look over them. Um, there's not, like, a lot on them at the end of the day. Um, Maisie, okay. anything very superficial, feel free to describe. Anything that you would have secreted away, you do not need to describe. Uh, probably just some various smelling powders and seeds and what looks like crumbs and just in a bunch of different pockets. Okay. Do you have any weapons or anything on you? Um, yeah, I've got a dagger. And we'll all be just taking that for the time being. It's for vegetables, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, then you can use it for vegetables when I give it back to you. I'm just going to hand over my... My uh, my revolver. Oh, I appreciate that. 
I'm still going to search you, but that is noted. I mean, right, I'm going to do another investigation check on him. Okay, go for it. Same thing. Oh man, nine. Same thing. Is there anything, anything superficially like on your front that 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 a clove would find? Just my like, revolver. Like just general pat down. Mr. Revolver? Yep. Okay, well, I'm going to turn these in to the captain. We'll take good care of them in the meantime. Uh-huh. <sighs> and he seems to be interested in your safety for the time being, which means I am too, but watch yourselves. That's mighty kind of the captain. Mm-hmm. I, give you a, I give you a nice smile. Uh, I give a smirk back at you on that note we're going to jump back to the others the other two to john paul and pepper as they speak with captain guillotine captain i mean this is your decision so um am i am i dismissed am i free to go i want i just want you to be careful um please do not mistake me doing this as acceptance of what they of what they are um, culpable in. Right. Captain, uh, I would like to just quickly uh, remind you that if it's uh, your conscience or some sort of moralistic thing that is keeping you from doing what needs to be done, uh, please remember that it is not murder if it is committed uh, towards a fascist. So. No, I mean, that, that is true. I don't, I don't disagree with that. But I, uh, at least one of them doesn't seem like a fascist. At least one of them seems. I mean, Captain, if, uh, if someone who says that they are not fascist hanging out with a fascist, then you have two fascists. Fascism is as fascism does. Um, I wonder. Uh, Pepper never looks directly at Jean-Paul. So she sort of like looks up at the ceiling of the room, like at a corner and says, I wonder um, what whip spiders like to eat. Uh, I pull uh, Mon Petit out from under my hat. Oh, <laughs> whip spiders just eat. I will say, I will say it's worth noting that your hat isn't big enough to house all of them. So their tail is hanging out. So that like weird piercing tail thing that whip spiders have is just hanging out. I was just kind of poking out the back of the hat. Okay, so um, Pepper's face kind of freezes and still staring fixedly into the air. She's like, Captain, am I dismissed now? Please. Um, I'd, I'd like for you to bring them down here. I have a mission, but as long as they can help with that, I will let them live. <sighs> and if only because I trust you, Pepper, to make the right decisions when it comes to... Um, what to do, I will, I would like for you to be in charge of it. Me? Yes. In charge of people? Yes. Captain, I'm, a, I'm the second engineer. Mm-hmm. I walked into a door this morning, you saw it. <laughs> Jean saw it too. And she sort of like waves in Jean's direction. Uh, I've been led by worse. We have, we have three Jara on board currently that don't seem to understand how rakes work and are constantly stepping on brooms. If you only walked into one door today, you are doing a good job. Oh, God. Is this... Captain, are you trying to help me grow as a person? 
I. You are, right? I've never. Why don't you go get the other? Why don't you? Why don't you go get the other? Moving down here. Uh, I'm gonna. Yeah, if we're headed out, I'm gonna follow Pepper. Oh God. Um, Pepper just sort of knows that you're behind her and walks as fast as she can. (laughs) Doesn't dare look back. Uh, as you're walking, I'm gonna say, Pepper, if it helps, there was once a period where their first mate was a crab who could only count to three. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, cra- the crab could talk? Oh, no, he could just count. <laughs> With his little pincers, like, clack, 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 clack. You know, now that I think about it in hindsight, maybe it was just clacking, but still, it was the first mate, so. <laughs> what happened to him? Uh, we don't talk about it. Uh, uh, the chef, a uh, very large buff knoll with a beautiful butcher's, like, kind of thing hanging off their front. Um, although it always, it's, like, really well crafted, beautifully made, but always dripping blood. Uh, she, uh, you recognize her Ola kind of looking over, and then, uh, oh, are you talking about Kragatha Christie? <laughs> talking uh, about Kragatha Christie? Uh, I start doing, like, the cut it out move with my finger across my neck. Oh, oh, excuse me, excuse me. Uh, um, I'm, I'm sure hey, she's, fi- uh, hi there, I'm sure she's fine, nothing happened to Kragatha. Um, uh, I've got food to take care of. I think we should probably get dinner for the, for the indentured servants mm. and me and Clove didn't actually get to eat and Jean-Paul um, might need to eat conventional food should I unfreeze the uh, uh, claws I have I mean I'll make some soup <laughs> um, sweet moonlight um, and Pepper breaks into a I'm not running run you know when someone's like late <laughs> for the bus and they don't want to run but they're sort of doing the yeah, doing that. Um, goes as close as she can to Clove, like, grabs her sleeve, and she's like, the captain wants us to bring them down. And Jean-Paul is being... Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. I'm gonna... Uh, He's being nice to oh, me. Oh. No. Uh, before I follow Pepper up, uh, I'm gonna kneel down and console the Null. Uh, I'm gonna say, the captain was gone, and the mutiny was needed. You did nothing wrong. <laughs> I, I know I did nothing wrong. I know it. I I know it was it was worth it. We we ate like kings that night. We ate like king crabs, huh? <laughs> okay, I see you later. The, butter butter them up for me, please. And and she begins to walk off, walk towards the kitchen. Um, um, and then Pepper raises her voice to the other two, and she's like. Ms. Flats, Mr. What's your name again? Red, Red Hollow. Roll a deception check for me, please. And Pepper, roll an insight check for me, please. Can someone help me? Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say I'll say that the investigation checks previously count as like help, basically. So you can have advantage okay. on these. I got fourteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A fourteen. Oh, I got a nat twenty. <gasps> so that's twenty six. <laughs> With a nat 20, not only do you know that he's lying, you, like, earlier you, like, recognize his face slightly, um, but you couldn't place it. Like, it was suspicious, but you didn't know anything more than that. As you look mm-hmm. at it now, while the face is, like, younger, it is clear this is Arthur Greatbane. Were there any, like, nicknames for his dad? Like, 
the butcher or Redmain or something like that. So his uh, his general title was you know general lord general lord of purification, but people called him as well. Um, being rude to him in the wrong setting could be punishable. So uh, the workaround was calling him Glop. <laughs> because technically it's not wrong. Like it's not it's not like a mean thing to say. It's just his it's just an acronym. Just general order purification, G O L P. Glop. Um it was still seen as rude and like you could get in trouble for it, but you couldn't like get in like the same formal degree of punishment that other people could. Um okay, so Pepper looks up at you, her eyes go really wide, and she takes a step back until, like, she's standing directly side by side with Clove. Like, leaning against Clove as though Clove is something she could hide behind. Well, actually, you probably could. Um, Mm -hmm. And Clove, you standing so close to her, you can feel her shaking. I'll kind of widen my stance to protect you and look increasingly distrustingly at our two new guests. What did you do? Um, I, 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 I don't even, I mean, I, oh. <laughs> I'll kind of step in and just kind of cattily, like, oh, do you not know of the reputation of the Gustus Imperium? Oh, I'm aware of the reputation. And I, if I were you, I wouldn't keep reminding us of it. So Pepper says in this, like, small but clear voice, tell them who you are. <clears throat> my, my name is Arthur Greatmane, um, the third. <sighs> now... I don't mean any harm. Now, it's time to bring you down to the captain. And we'll see if he'll revise his ideas about you. Look, I'm Go a ahead. folksy charm. I'm just it's not going to work on us. Do you know who Arthur Greatmane is, Clove? He's, yes. a, he's a terrible man. He is a terrible man. And uh, bell damn him and everything he's done to your people, but I'm... If if you'd allow me, you know, I I I'd do anything to repay, you know, the, the You the lied through your bloody teeth and so help me by the moon god, I will sew your mouth shut if you don't stop talking now. Get downstairs. I have a sewing kit in my pocket, she'll do it. I give uh Clove a glance, but I'm gonna remain quiet. So Pepper gestures, you know. After you. As we're being um, carted off to the captain's quarters, can I just quietly to Arthur just say something along the lines of, um, I know you're thinking about leaving, but if you really want to help these people, you'll continue to use your reputation and make sure we get this mission done. As you say that, I need everyone to roll deck saves. Oh. oh no. What did Olga do? Oh no. I got a nap one. No. 
Oh, and on I my die, it. it's a little bee image. And I was like, is that the 20? <laughs> and I was like, no. Uh, I got a 21. I got a 15. Okay. 15. 24. 24, okay. I got a 19. Uh, okay, so then well, everybody... for you guys. Everybody saves but Clove. As you all begin to head towards like the stairs that head down to the ship, something slams hard into the side as a large skeletal snake, partially fossilized, rises out of the water and slams its petrified body with black oil dripping down off of it against the ship. You all are kind of knocked back and forth as one of the metal boards that kind of like leads that leads into there slams closed and kind of pops and hits Clove as well. Clove, you were, because of the way the ship's designed as it rocks there, and with that hit, you fall and literally are not able, you fall and try to grab on, your claws gripping at the side of the ship. As the others fall prone too, but are able to grab, you can't get a grip and slide off the side of the ship. Damn it. No. On that note, I need every person to roll initiative. I have a mage hand. Can I catch, can I grab it? Is that possible? Um, did you... Mage Hand would not be enough. Mage Hand can only do up to 10 pounds, I believe. So, um, 20 and up. Good start. 15 to 20. Uh, I got a 15. 15? Yep. Okay, John Paul, what'd you get? 18. Um, 10 to 15? Uh, yep, I got an 11. Okay. Uh, uh 10 to 5? Oh, okay. I rolled a 3. <laughs> and what did you... And what did you get? You got a three, and then what did you get, um, Maze? I got a two. <laughs> ba, 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 okay. Uh, so, as this large bone snake rises out of the water, the oil dripping down off of it, its head slithering back and forth, predatorial-like. On the opposite side of the ship, Clove has has been pushed and just, uh, when it slammed into it, Clove has slid off, leaving scratch marks on the boat, loud screeching sounds of nails on metal as she just slips away and plunks into the oil. The oil's sticky and kind of grabbing at you slightly. You have to work hard to keep your mouth closed because if you start swallowing it, it is oil. It will poison you. Quickly, can I use Featherfall as a reaction? And will that help me land better. You don't or take damage or anything. It not doesn't matter. Really, it's oil. It wouldn't matter in this situation. Yeah, it's still like you're falling. For instance, you're falling into liquid, so like you're not falling from high enough where you take damage hitting into it. Or at least I don't. I wouldn't say so. Okay. You're, you're just falling. You're just kind of falling into yeah. it. Um, that that was would, my only potential yeah. option. Yeah. To... Well, does feather <laughs> fall not slow down the falling rate? It does slow down the fall rate. It falls, it slows it down a little bit, but, like, not enough in this situation where it would change it. Okay. Just just seeing but, if there's anything I could do there. No worries. Keep going. Um, quick question before combat starts. Is Yurek around? Give me that name. Oh, oh, yes, your, uh, your little guy. Sorry, my mm-hmm. brain was, like, like misfiring, right? Because Ulrich's your little guy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say as you land, you actually, you, you... And not in a way that hurts it, but as you land, because you all fall prone, as you land, you actually hear, you hear Ulrich has, like, ju- climbed into, like, on, like underneath your shoulder, and you kind of just hear, like, a, just a, ah, wow, from inside so of your sorry. shirt. <laughs> I was trying to surprise you. Um, <laughs> so, John Paul, that makes it your turn. Um, is there any rope near me? There's no rope, because you're on a boat. There are some lines nearby, yeah. There are lines. Okay. Wait, hold on. 
What do you mean there's no rope because I'm on a boat? If you're on a boat, if you're on a boat, is not called. You don't call it rope. You call it a line. I'm gonna fucking kill you. No, Mister, um, <laughs> I was on is there I've been any- marooned. I'm allowed to make this. This is an important thing for me to fact check. Yeah, Keep is, this in the edit. Is there is there any loose line around me? <laughs> and whose line is it anyway? Um, God, TW, it's like you don't even work on a boat. Most of it's free. Uh, one of them, one uh, uh, somehow during the fall, the three drow, Lari, Kale, and Mo, are currently like wrapped up in it. And are just kind of like dangling off the side. They're in zero danger. They just yeah. kind of have somehow got themselves fully wound up in it like a spider's web. Um, is there is there any line that's like one end is loose but fastened to another mm-hmm. part of the ship? Yeah, there's some that are wrapped around the little little uh, metal bits on the side of the boat. Yeah, okay. Uh, you can, you can... Uh, I am going to uh, scuttle off the side of the boat that Clove fell, uh, fell off of while holding sure. a piece of line. So absolutely, you can grab that line and then go off the port side, which is, uh, excuse me, the starboard side, which is what they fell off of. And you can kind of grab that and just climb down to them. You have to dash to get all the way down as it, you know, you're going to have to rush over and then rush yeah. down. But you can totally do that. That's what I do. Thank cool, you. Cool, cool. And you can kind of hold on to the side of the boat as it rocks back and forth, holding on. You got the line kind of tied out, ready to go. Clove, you can, you basically already have in your hand, you'll be able to climb up, uh, It'll take basically your move action to climb up to the top as you're about 30 feet up off the water. Off right. the oil, I should say. Um, that would make it Arthur's turn. Okay, and um, are there any canyons or, like, weapons visible on, on deck? Um, there's no canyons. There's no rock formations. There's no stalactites <laughs> or stalagmites. Um, but a bang, you got burnt. Um, <laughs> I'm going to edit that out, so... I, can't, I hate that the editor gets full power. He, you're gonna leave in all of my. You're gonna leave in all of me mispronouncing words. I'm just like Jake, you're so dumb. Um, you have no power here. Um, no, there's no cannons on board. This is a. Uh, this vessel isn't designed for warfare. This vessel is designed for speed. Okay. Just like me. It, if anything, it looks like it's more designed to be like a. It's designed to be like an underground trade vessel, basically. So that if somebody were to see it, they wouldn't get like involved or assume anything about it. Okay, and I don't have my 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 gun. Um, has anyone else Clove fallen? Has, that. has anyone else fallen off off uh, the ship? I would say uh, uh, Larie, Kale, and Mo have currently, while they're tied up in rope, they have fallen technically off the side of the ship and are dangling wildly. Okay, I'm gonna go help. Well, you just hear the Mo as you hear Mo just yelling, "Kale, why you do this?" As they're just like smacking each other. Uh, I'm gonna go in and. Um, you know, bring them up. I knew we should have met the wolf man. Yeah, you uh, roll a strength say, uh, roll a athletics check for me. Excuse me. Okay. While you're doing that, I do just want to point out that uh, you just crossed a Three Stooges joke. That was intentional. With Abbott and yeah. Costello, and there are like at least three seventy-year-old comedy fans. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I am okay with that. Uh, I got a fourteen. Fourteen. Yep. Okay. You, um, yeah, you grab it and it, you rush over and just begin pulling them up. Larry kind of breaks free, slaps Curly on the back of his head, and just, uh, I'd appreciate you. And then he salutes himself, slamming his fingers into his eyes. <laughs> um, that would be your action and your movement. Do you have any bonus action like to do? Can I, can I say something? Yeah. Okay. What kind of pirates don't have cannons? 
Uh, Lurie looks over at Curly. What kind of pirates don't have cannons? Curly looks to Mo. What kind of pirates don't have captains? And Mo looks just like, Captain Cannons! And then kind of just, and then they just slap each other in a row back. The large bone creature, as you end your turn, is going to take a legendary action. Oh, no. And with you there, Arthur, as it sees you pull them up in, in a righteous fury, it's going to try to bite you, I think. Yeah, it's going to try to bite longer prone. So that's only not be a 19 to hit? Um, yeah. Was it 19? Okay, so first, as it comes down, you take oh! You take 14 points of piercing damage as the teeth bite into you, and then as the oil begins to sink into your wound, you take, oh, Roman, nice. Oh, blame the bean dice. Uh, that is uh, <laughs> 15 points of poison damage. God damn! No. As it bites into you, and that oil begins to, like, feed into your veins. And it hurts. Oh, oh god, it hurts. And that makes it Clove's turn. As it just bites into you, slams you around a little bit. You just feel that burning poison pain. Clove, you are still in the water. You hear the sound of him getting bit. <sighs> what do you want to do? I'm climbing back up onto the ship. Okay. Thank you, SC. That is my nickname for... Him, because it stands for Scarecrow. That's my little... <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I will say, I'm, I'm going to make sure it's canon. You said all of that? Yes. <laughs> as you're just like, as you, like, like you said all of that to, to John Paul, as John Paul, just like as you climb up, just thanking them that way. Oh, yeah. Uh, if that's if that's everything they said, then I go, yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 Do I have any more? I mean, is that basically my whole turn? Uh, no, that's just your that's just your movement. With the rope okay, there, cool. it's not like he had to dash because he had to get up, move over, then move down. Okay. Um. So like for you, you're just climbing up the rope. Like all of the 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 action that he spent made it so you can just move. Gotcha. How close am I to the bone snake? Can I cast cloud of daggers at it? Uh, what's the range of cloud of daggers? Um, sixty feet. Sixty feet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, easily within 60 feet. It's, like, right up against the side of the ship. You can easily do that to it. Okay. Um, and so, basically, it's a cube five feet on each side. So I'm going to aim sort of for the middle of the bone snake more so that I don't hit Arthur. Sure. Okay. So um, can you do me a favor and describe what it looks like as you throw that spell up there? Yeah, so I hoist myself onto the boat. I'm covered in oil. I make my quick, awkward thank you to my friend there. And then, with one paw, hurl a cloud of daggers towards the bone snake, narrowly missing Arthur. For a moment, maybe he's afraid that I'm attacking him too, but I'm not. It's just towards the big creature. Do you say all of that nice. as well? <laughs> yeah clove has this weird tick where they just narrate everything that's so funny and then maybe a hiss yeah yeah roll your 44th as it's its turn next okay nine nine total damage Mm -hmm. as it kind of pivots over i'm gonna need clove and arthur it's still like its body's so long that even as it moves it's still within the daggers but it's going to kind of move over. And then I'm going to say based on falling, what I need is Pepper and Maisie. I need both of you to just roll a D, just the two of you. First, roll a D20 for me. Um, You want above a 10. Oof, I got a three. Okay. 
but I am gonna use my luck and reroll. Nope, okay, go ahead. There hey we go. Pepper, did you ever use my bardic inspiration? I don't think I ever did. You would still have that. Just, just reminding you. Oh, Thank you nice. for reminding. Um, I'll use that now. I think. Um, uh, this isn't like a skill roll or anything like that. You can't use that on this. Okay. You you can use it on the thing that might happen if you got if you rolled under a ten. Like there's nothing to add to this. This is just a straight roll. Ah, well, I got a six. Okay, you got a six, and what did you get, uh, Pepper? Or not Pepper, I'm so sorry. What did you get, um, uh, 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 Maisie? I got a 12. Okay, 12. So you are not in the line with it. Maze, Clove, and Arthur, I need all of you to roll deck saves for me as this, as this large oil-covered fossil turns its head and its mouth opens up lightning forming within it and then a beam shoots out. Um, because you were prone, Maisie, I believe you have disadvantage on the save. Um... Deck save. Mm-hmm. Uh, and could I use an okay. athletics for this? Um, no. This is this is a deck save. Okay. Well, then I 18. got a 20. That's definitely a save. That's... Then I got 17. You got a 17. So everybody saves as this bolt of lightning shoots through you. You're going to take half damage. Twenty-six, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-eight. You each take um, nineteen points of damage. All right. Well, I'm, I'm out of lightning damage as it shoots through, as it the beam just juts through you. The blades go down then, as it lets out this just hiss, like from deep, almost within its bones. As you can see, the bones shaking. This predatory fossil ready to go. As it ends its turn, you can hear the sound of somebody kind of smashing up against the thing, trying, as you can hear Captain Guillotine yelling, um, uh, get this door to open, get it open. And that would make it uh, Pepper's turn. Oh boy. Um, I haven't got anything for healing, shit. You, yeah, you, as, as Clove is down, just unconscious. Clove is not having a good day. Because someone reduced my hit points a little bit earlier. That kind of wiped me out. Did I also get hit with that 19 points of damage? Or was I yes. okay because yeah. I rolled well? Everybody, no, no. Everybody. That was, that, because you got because you saved, you took half damage. Okay, the cool. total damage was 38. Brr, and I haven't had a long rest, so I'm down to my cantrips. So, ever so slightly fucked. But um, I will run over to Clove. And start to like, with one hand, try and drag her away from the sight of the fossil monster. Um, and since she's covered mm -hmm. in oil, hopefully that won't be too difficult. Uh, and with the other hand, hurriedly, without even properly looking, cast an eldritch blast towards it. Go ahead. Let's see, uh, I got twenty-three. That definitely hits. Roll damage. Okay, that's twelve points of damage. Oh, very nice. Um, she says a word, and there's like a very small, very bright bead of light, and then as it mm -hmm. explodes, it's like very, very intensely bright, like a tiny star, and it shatters against the side of the snake in like this really big blue lightning storm, like a wave of electricity nice. passes over it. As that shoots into it, you see bits of its ribcage burst off of it. Good. Um, but like the second the spell is 
out of her mouth, she is dragging Clove away from its range or trying to. Perfect. And that's force damage, right? As that just mm-hmm. burst across its side. Awesome. Bone fragments fly, fly, its fossilized bits just go everywhere. Um, and you're able to get Clove, kind of pulling Clove to the other side of the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to spend a legendary action, and it is going to... Oh, so you're it's just trying to... to kill us, right? Like, that's the goal? <laughs> you're just like, I mean, are you tired of, like, recording this? Yeah, this is a two-episode campaign. Um, what a reaction to attack Arthur. Um, that's a 15. Uh, nope. It, it, its head comes down to bite and slams against the metal ship with a horrible screeching noise as you sidestep out of the way just in time. Uh, uh, Maisie, that makes your turn. Can I recognize this creature or have any prior knowledge of it? Roll a history check for me. A 14. 14. Um, So the oil seas have a variety of different life in them. Um, There is a diversity to them, but the thing that kind of unifies a lot of it is there's a lot of, like, fossilized sea creatures in here. Um as they are one step away from becoming the oil uh, that makes the body of this up. This is some kind of sea serpent um, skeleton brought to life. Okay. Um, Maisie's probably just thinking about what a good broth those bones will make. And going to do a fireball. Absolutely, go for it, roll a spell attack. I'm gonna do flaming spear. Oh, oh, you're gonna do flaming spear? Okay. At third level, you summon the orb. As my action. Okay. As your action, you summon the orb, and then you, with your bonus action, slam it against the creature, moving it quickly and harshly into it. Um, does it make it? It makes a save. What's your DC? Um, so what are you, Oh, it's 13. Okay, that is a uh, five. Um, so 10 points of damage. 10 points of damage? Fuck yeah. Very nice. As that burst across its side, fire burning up a lot of the oil. It doesn't carry down its whole body, it just burns away at it, leaving this awful acrid smoke rising off of its form as that fireball pushes against its face and then hangs right in front of it. And then I'm going to use my movement to get up and kind of try to run over to some kind of stable thing to grab on. Absolutely, sounds good. Um, you kind of pivot over and kind of grab onto a bit of the ship to hold on to. Um, and then that means we circle back to the top with John Paul. As you were currently hanging off the side of the boat with the rope that you gave to Clove. What do you want to do? Okay, so I'm on the side of the boat hanging off of the rope. Or hanging off of the side of the boat on a line. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you're off a boat, so now it's considered a rope. <laughs> oh boy uh, so it's been great playing for the game uh, I do to... <laughs> sorry guys I'm going through a tunnel yeah um, sorry I'm just I'm fashioning a noose out of this line uh, so <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the, the, the captain what was the captain screaming earlier uh, um, um, uh, somebody get this door open Okay. Like, like they, when the but when the uh, creature hit the side of the ship, it burst, it cracked the door, trapping you all above deck and anybody below deck, below deck. Gotcha. Um, I am gonna scurry up. the Okay. You move up the rope line, and uh, 
how far away am I from said door? I mean, I'll let you get over to the door and okay. move it. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get over to the door, and then I want to do my best to uh, to get it open. Sure. Roll an athletics check for me. Uh, twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah, I rolled. By a miracle, yeah, you burst against it, and the metal kind of slams down, nearly knocking into them on the other side as they move it. Uh, 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 Captain Chauncey looking over at you, just uh, good job, excellent work. Uh, and with my bonus action, I'd like to ask the captain, Sir, am I done here? Um, the, the creature is still right there, so there's just like a as you just hear the roiling of like a serpent just like slamming against the ship. Uh, and then disgruntledly, I go, mm, Right, <laughs> <laughs> um. And as they kind of get ready to jump in, that's going to make it uh, Arthur's turn. Arthur, the creature's right up on you. Okay, where is Clove? Because I need to get my gun. Clove has moved uh, kind of back across the ship. They'd be on the other side of the ship, effectively. Which isn't that far. You could easily move there. However, because it's been focused on you, um, you will almost certainly be leaving its attack range. Okay. Um, Then what I would like to do is run and uh, jump onto the snake and try to scale it um, to the top of its head. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you do that? Roll a athletics check for me, please. All right. Bingo, bingo, bingo. Sprint forward. Oh, I got it at 20. Uh, Hold on one second. Plus three. Uh, So 23. You jump up, take a step off there, and flunge through the air, grabbing onto its head easily, and you are you are fully onto it. You will not be knocked free for at least a round. Okay. Um, at least until your next turn. Okay. Um. And, um. Can I? Y- or if you do something real dumb. Well, can I use um, like a divine smite? You need a weapon to divine smite. You can't divine smite with your hands. Well, what about my claws? What about my paws? Uh. Them do, do claws count as a weapon attack? I mean, they definitely hurt. <laughs> hmm, that's pretty interesting. Yeah. I yeah, let me let me check the. That's I don't beautiful. think that works. Um, but I'm gonna check. You should like flex your biceps and be like, but I've got these guns. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're unarmed strikes. Um, even with uh, um, e- unarmed, even with uh, claws. Because I'd, I'd like, I don't know if you guys have seen Morbius, but the way he comes down with those claws, wow. Just so impressive. Jared Leto, what a, what a, definitely not a mediocre piece of shit. You know what I mean? Like, definitely one of the, one of uh, the greatest actors. I'd actually, you know what? I would specify that because the, they do specify that the weapon, that your claw, claws are distinct. I would say you can, if you can make, because you are, use your action to do like the jump and all that kind of good stuff. But if you have your bonus, if you have a, that would, it's a grapple is effectively what you just did. So if you have, that is technically a type of attack. So if you have a bonus action attack, you can still use it with your claws. Okay. You could theoretically divine smite with it, with your claws. Perfect. I well, fine. I do have extra attack, so I would like to, um. Yeah, go for it. Does a 18 hit? Yeah, an 18 hits. Okay, and I would like... It is considered undead, so you get an extra D8. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, that's my job. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm burning a second level. 
Cool, cool. You burn a second level spell slot. That would make it a total of 4d8 you are currently rolling on top of your claw damage. Yes. So let me roll my claw damage, which is 1d4 plus 3. 5, because I got a 2. 14 damage um, plus the 5. So, yeah, 19. So I hop up on the creature and I go, Divide Smite! I bring my claws uh, down on top of the creature. You you burst into it and it lets out this horrible shriek. Its head rolling around, pushing the fireball directly in front of it. You're holding on for dear life. It is barely still up. Um, and as you, I believe that's the end of your turn. Yes, right? that is the end of my turn. Um, I need you to roll a deck save for me. An eleven. What's your spell save, Katie? I think you said fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen. Okay, that's a fail. Katie, roll two d six as he's within five feet of your fireball. Your fire flaming sphere. Ten. So that's 10 points of damage you take, Arthur, as the uh, fire burns across you, as you just fuck this guy up, and its head kind of, like, drops you into the flaming sphere for a second, and you can feel it burning up your back, burning your fur. Uh, okay, well, I'm gonna... As he, like, I guess burns me, I'm gonna try to fall on the boat, because I am down down. Okay, I'll let you roll one more deck save. If you get above a... You land on the boat. I got a 10. You got a 10. You land and you fly off his back and nearly f- and fall into the oil. There's a loud splash as you hit against it. Okay. You all see him fall down after, like, doing a damn cool move um, and just getting burnt the hell up from it. Uh, that makes it Clove's turn as you see him fall. Well, I'm going to try not to die. Okay. And uh, roll a uh, death save. Roll a death save. Thirteen, one success. Thirteen, that's one success. That is going to make it its turn. It is going to reposition, so it kind of slings around to the side, and then it is going to shoot its last um, lightning bolt down through into the decks there. Um, so that'll hit uh, John Paul um, and basically all of the crew in the stairway. So roll a deck save, John Paul. As I roll for everybody in the stairway. Unnatural 20. 31, 37, 18. Um, so you take 18 points of lightning damage? I do? Yes. As you get half damage. And you can see a couple, uh, you can see uh, Chauncey is fine. Um, uh, Chauncey is able, takes the damage and kind of grits his teeth. But you can see the other two, like, you can see the other two people immediately in the staircase. Both of them go go down. You see uh, uh, the chief engineer, who's kind of like rushed up, pulling out this large magical pistol, has just gone up and like lifted off the ground, just completely out, and slammed into Ola, who's kind of in back, just starting, she hasn't gone she hasn't activated her rage yet, but she just stands there, like, hidden, trying to catch him and looking down at her. Uh, well, she's hurt, looking down at her far more unconscious friend. And that is going to make it their turn. Chauncey's going to rush aboard and grab playing cards out of his hand and just... That misses. Oh, man, that's a nat one. So Chauncey just races up and just throws playing cards, and they just kind of get caught in the wind and float back. And you just, oh, you're just, no. just fuck! Um, the, uh, Ola is, that's gonna be death save, that's a fail, and then Ola's gonna try to stabilize, and she has advantage on because she's a chef. She's able to stabilize, uh, Belkos. 
uh, the chief engineer. As she just kind of starts pressing against, uh, pressing against their chest, you see them kind of breathe. They are okay. They're not dying anymore, but they are still real hurt. Uh, Pepper, that makes it your turn. Um, Pepper will shout for like someone to please help clothe. And like the panic is really clear in her voice. She's like, she's dying. Don't let them die. And again, like this whip crack of anger, um, tiny needle of light as she turns around and spits another hateful eldritch blast at the monster if it hits. Okay, you're gonna el- wait. So you're eldritch <laughs> blasting them? The monster, yeah. Go for it. I got a fourteen. Fourteen is the racy, yes. Yes. Okay. That just hits as that burst across it. Another twelve points of damage. How do you want to kill it? <gasps> Woo! Oh, cool. Um, as that I'm last say, burst gets um, it. The sort of the threads of lightning seem to run all the way up and down its body, um, and it's so bright that it sort of like leaves after images in your eyes, and then it's been completely burnt up. It's just like smoke and ashes drifting down to the oil. Like so nice. one last big flare of light and then it's just drifting gray death. Oh, I love it. Just drifts down, just incinerated, just just forced into nothingness. And that is just your action. Do you have anything else you want to do on your turn? As Arthur is currently in the as Arthur is currently in the oil. Yep. All right. Fine. Okay. Um uh, I have 50 feet of hemp and rope in my back. So, um, I guess I'll, um, I'll say to Yorick, would you try and tie this around that lion boy, please? Um, and chuck one end of the rope into the oil sea, um, and tie the other end of it, if I can, to something solid. Yeah, I'll do what I can. And can you describe, because you've been talking to them and you've nearly stepped on them, but you haven't actually described what they look like. Can you do me a favor as your little, uh, as your familiar has found you? What do they look like? Oh, um, they're a really small, perfectly made clockwork person. Um, well, fairy. Um, very steampunk, lots of polished brass and glittering doodads. Um, the adorable fae kind of like, not just like, okay, fine, I'll do what I can. And kind of jumps up and just with like a the sound of a clock ticking and chiming, it just zooms over the side and ducks down, carrying the rope down to someone who may or may not be your teammate, depending on how you look at it. Um, as they go down there, um, what's their move speed? Do you know? I don't. Let me Google it. I guess it'll be your end of your turn. I'll say I'll say that's enough for them to be able to spend their action tying them up. Um, mm-hmm. So they are tied up. Um, Maisie, that makes it your turn. Um, I'll grab the end of whatever line is on attached to Pepper and Arthur and try to pull them up. Sure. You you grab the line so you can pull up the rope that is off the ship to pull up Arthur, who is currently tied to a rope, but not a line until you get over the edge. <laughs> um, can I have can I have you roll a strength uh, can I have you roll an athletics for me, please? Uh twenty, nineteen plus one. A, a twenty? By a miracle, you are able to. What does it look like? Because you're you're like a you're kind of a, a smaller kind of wizard. At the end of the day, you're not like a muscly kind of person. So what? How how do you pull up Arthur um, while during all of this? Um, I think I'm kind of motivated to uh, definitely get my friend back on board, but I really want to go see if the chef is okay. So I'm kind of just trying to get him to safety so I can go check on the chef. So I'm kind of just. <laughs> blindly okay. pulling at the rope 
I love that just the panic about food has overtaken you. <laughs> and you're just like... And as you get your get your team made up, they, they're covered in, like, oil. Their fur, like, slick and slimy. Uh, cloves is as well, but not not nearly as bad. Should I be uh, rolling any he, um, saving throws? Because I'm at zero. Oh, you will be. Oh, okay. Yeah, you will be. Don't worry. <laughs> um, um, and that would basically be your... That would be your uh, action. You still have a bonus action and a movement if you'd like to use... I'll make my way over to Arthur as soon as I get over the edge of the ship. Yeah, you're able to get them. They pull up right in front of you. They're right there. Um, and you can see they're looking pretty rough. They're back burnt, covered in slick oil. They're just, they've been like bite marks all over them. They, they've just, they're in a bad way. Yeah. Did I succeed in getting anyone's attention to help Clove? Um, yeah, you can see that uh, Guillotine has, had looked over and nodded at you, just uh, uh, ready to go. Thank you. And can I use my bonus action to try to help Arthur and whatever throws he needs? Um, no, there's no way to do with your bonus action unless you have a way to provide. Um, I don't. Can you, you? I don't think you can provide the help action as a bonus action. I don't think you have that ability, and I don't think you have a way to use like a healer's kit or anything else. Do you have like a? Do you have like a health potion or anything? You could give that to him as a bonus action. That would auto. That would bring him back up if you wanted to. But that's the only thing I can think of offhand. For the listener out there, um, while I know it's one of the few homebrew rules I use, is potions can be used in combat as a bonus action. You may give them to your allies as a bonus action as well. Uh, whoever is giving the potion, whoever is the one like doing the potion-giving motion, is the person who is uh, uh, who makes the rules for it. Um, if you know a person has a potion on them and you don't know where it is, they will have to spend the action to try to find it so they can use it. Just fun homebrew rules. Do you want to do something like that? Do you have anything like that? No, I don't have anything. Okay. Then in that case, that would make it the end of your turn. That makes it John Paul. <laughs> so combat combat is completely over? Sort of. I'm maintaining, I'm maintaining it right now uh, because there's some nasty things happening right now. So depending on what happens with... Because both Arthur and Clove are theoretically in a position where one of them could die. So we are still make combat is sort of over, but we're retaining initiative because it makes a big difference. Uh, I'm going to go check on Clove. You can rush over to Clove. Make a uh, medicine check for me. All right. Let's see. I think I have a pretty shit medicine stat. So 16. 16. You look at Clove and like the opposite of Children's Hospital, you use the power of fear to heal them. <laughs> How do you do that? How is the power of fear able to... I just lean in real close. Um, uncomfortably close uh, and in the sternest tone I go you know I'll never let you die <laughs> <laughs> your clove your eyes flash open for a second as you're up here as, as it's like for a second as you're as you are now stable but kind of in a uh, uh, in a in a uh, uh, what, what is it? A waking nightmare? What's the term I'm looking for here? Night terror. You're, yes, you're basically in a night terror as there's just a scarecrow kind of leaning over you and you're generally used to SC but seeing them, hearing them say that and then just like kind of like being stuck there as you're waiting to heal up not not a great situation. <laughs> but you are stable. And there's a lot of oil on my whiskers and it's really uncomfortable. The moment Clove is awake and alive like Pepper bursts into like noisy gulping sobs of relief and um simultaneously starts casting prestidigitation to clean her and she's like i don't know if 
you actually do this, but don't lick yourself because you'll make yourself really sick. And I don't want you to get hurt. And she's just like casting this spell and crying at the same time. <laughs> while you're while you're all like supporting and being there, uh, Arthur, that would make it your turn. That's the sweetest um, thing I've ever I need heard. you to roll a con save for me first. Right. Um, as you kind of swallowed some of the uh, oil when you went in. Uh, four. Okay. You would take 1d6 worth of damage, which the total damage doesn't matter. What matters is that means that's a death fail. Okay. So I need you to make a death save for me. 12. You have one fail, one success. And that makes it Clove's turn. Oh, man. As you, as you see Arthur there just, like, coughing up, like, uh, oil and just bile, it's, it's bad. Oh. <sighs> Guess the two cats didn't land on their feet this time, huh? Uh, Chauncey laughs very, very hard at that. <laughs> Just, oh, 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 save him so I can laugh and feel good about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, help people so you can punch up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gets it. <laughs> Th- thanks, both of you. Just kind of uh, still getting my bearings, but I'm very appreciative of both SC and Pepper. So, I uh, yeah, kind of give an awkward... How many cubic feet are you? <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than... Uh... Well, I'll just keep cleaning you then, and okay. when I'm done, I will, like, press digitate warm air and, like, Aww. do the hair dryer what? thing. I'll, I'll I will, I will say once again... Arthur is actively dying next to you as you it's are. It's fine. It's fine. As you are just like, I'm gonna get all the oil off of. Like, I'm gonna get you looking so nice. It's just like I can't as help like him. Fun, I it's don't have fun, any like babysitter club energy over here. And then there is just a, right next to it. It's just like turn of the century. Like it is the opening scene of there will be blood happening. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, think I Chloe. can help. I don't have any healing magic. I don't have a healer's Liz- kit. Yeah, me neither. I mean, anybody can try to stabilize. Anybody can try to stabilize as an action. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, shit. Mm -hmm. All right, well. shit. (laughs) It's still my turn. It's a close turn, though. Clover, you gonna do anything on your action? So, uh, considering that I'm a pirate and I've been around oil a lot, I feel like I have some ideas on how to stabilize him a little bit. Um, Maisie's right there, right? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, Maisie's right there. So instead of actively saving him myself, I might um, give her some tips and ideas f- and perhaps provide her with advantage on stabilizing him. I don't know if I have it in okay. my yeah, heart you can... or if I'm feeling up to it, but, you know. Yeah, you can active actual, You can actively give uh, them the help action yeah. so they can do that. That's no big deal at all. Um, perfect. I love it. Um that would be, I mean, that'd be your action. Yep. Um, Guillotine is currently kind of just, like, watching it and seeing you all kind of work together and is actively choosing not to get there. As Ola, uh, having stabilized Belgos, just kind of goes, uh, my stool! And sprints back into the ship. Uh, Belgos kind of falling onto the stairs, and you can just hear, like, a loud, like, thud, 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 <laughs> as the awkward dwarf body of, of Belgos just kind of stumbles down the, the last few steps. Um... That would make it Pepper's turn. Well, since I am capable of <laughs> helping Arthur, 
I, I think I, I will. Um, okay. Now that, now that clove is clean and dry and warm, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and I'm imagining her like a kitten that's like been yeah. like gently blow dried, like very fluffy looking. Um, <laughs> Pepper will take a deep breath, dig deep into her heart and um, rush over to help um, to try and stabilize him. Um, and does it help that I've overheard Clove giving us advice on how to resuscitate a person who's drowning in oil? No, Clove gave. Okay. It, Clove is giving. You have to choose you're giving the help action to. So no, okay. the help action That's is fine. going to Maisie. Um, I'll just say uh, that I was battling a... with my conscience while she was saying that. Um, yeah, yeah. You've just been looking at your hands. Just who am I this whole time? Um, <laughs> oh God, is Yurik and... there? He'll be so uh, fucking yeah, disappointed Yorick... in me. Yulrik has like flies up and just kind of like is just sitting there just on the side of the ship just kind of staring at you just like just like don't look at me like that Yurik. I, I just want I'm gonna to help him. Right. <laughs> just do what do what's right. Oh Jesus! Um, sorry, proud. wrong deity. Um, <laughs> I got a uh, I got a nineteen. You got a nineteen. That is enough. Arthur is stable. You are no longer making death saves. You've auto succeeded. Okay, so Pepper sort of like lion people are really big, so like Pepper goes up to goes up to Arthur, um, and puts him in the recovery position basically, like braces her feet against the deck, puts him on his side, um, tilts his jaw up to clear the airway, um, hoping that will help him to find find um, a breath or two, and she'll even pat him on the head and be like, "Come on, don't." die in such an embarrassing way. <laughs> Chauncey, uh, Captain Chauncey Guillotine comes out and just goes, uh, Larry Collie, take him down to a bed. Um, uh, Mo, uh, uh, Trailer, take, uh, take them down to a bed. Uh, kind of pointing over towards you, Clove. Um, let them get mm-hmm. rest. Um, we will, um, once, once you three are done, kind of pointing at Larry, uh, Larry and Mo, um, once you three are done, please get the, um, uh, get the top deck cleaned up. Um, Ola will finish dinner and then we will talk about what I need you to do. Thank you all. <laughs> and he makes sure to like spend just a moment or two focused on Maze and Arthur, like intentionally to very clearly giving them just a moment of attention, even though technically Arthur is still unconscious. Um, um, thank you too for helping. You did excellent work. If I poke him with my foot, will he still be unconscious? Yeah, it's not like, it's, it's, when you're stable, you're not conscious. You're not at one HP or at zero HP. You're just not dying anymore. I might poke him anyway. Okay, you poke him anyway, and he, he uh, uh, Guillotine just kind of scratches his, his, his forehead. Uh, um, please just get him out of here, uh, before he, he, before he dies again. Um. <laughs> hey, hey, uh, Pepper, We don't want another Clavita sure Christie situation. <laughs> yes, Clove. What's up? Make sure that I don't miss out on the soup. Like, if you gotta, like, just save it or bring it. I might be asleep, but I'll still eat it if it's cold. I'm, I don't want to miss the soup. You will have your dinner. Um, and Peppa draws herself up to her not very high height. And she's like, I swear, by the moon and the stars, you're gonna get whatever food you want, as long as you stay alive. All right. <laughs> Sounds good, Pepper. Good stuff. And with that, with that, the 
two um, the two severely damaged are escorted down, and the captain gives you all a chance to take a short rest before dinner rolls around. And plans are made. And that's where we're going to call today's session. Nice! Awesome. Woohoo! Yeah, 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 yeah. Good job on not dying. Thank you. Ooh. I was like, they made this character art. He's not going to kill me this quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be I'm such too a expensive dick move. to die. Yeah. yeah, there is there 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 is that element of like you got a little bit of plot armor is like as like the math on how, how much I spent on you. Yet, yeah, so. as it's like. <laughs> you know how in Disneyland they have communal underwear? Like maybe we could have like a communal spare character just in case somebody dies. Wait, what? Did, what? <laughs> you know oh. how in Disneyland they have communal underwear? Oh, yeah, and like, on that note, by the way, thank you everybody for listening. Um, <laughs> greatly appreciate you. Uh, we will see you all next week. Bada bing, bada boom, zip, zap, zoop. This show is made possible thanks to listeners like you. For more great Cheesy Gordita Network content, follow us on social media or go to CheesyGorditaNetwork.com to stay up to date. Thank you for your support and stay Baja blessed. <laughs> <laughs>